won't shoot If you give me all the loot, uh Hit that boy, you know I shoot, I'm a villain Keep on working, you know I'm a super villain and hello and welcome everyone back to another what should be thrilling installment of Capes and Crooks. As always, I am your Dungeon Master, or I guess as far as this game would go, your Warden, Cape Joel. And joining me is my wonderful friends, my beautiful Deadbeats. Hello everyone, how are you doing? How's it going? Doing good. Doing so good. We've been called the Deadbeats before? I don't remember that one. Well, that is... I've definitely been called a Deadbeat before. <laughs> it it, it yeah. is your Suicide Squad oh, stand-in name. <laughs> I, I am trying to get it over. <laughs> See, I gotta get the name over so I can put it on, like, t-shirts and hats and shit. That's the, mm. that's the end goal. There, there you go. go. Which, th there are actually some, like, uh, merch stuff from uh, this game over on my T Public store. It's not, like, great merch, because I'm bad at that stuff, but if you want some poorly, uh, what is it, screen scan stuff, you can get it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel like we should point out we are not associated with the Kickstarter capes and crooks. Uh, yeah, they... apparently uh, a thing. Yeah, they... Uh, a thing? Yes, it is. Uh, they, uh, they wrote me about that, actually. It took them four episodes to hunt me down, but they did. <laughs> All right, so are they, they wrote, what do they, wait, what? They're, <laughs> they're, they're cool, they're nice, they're like, hey, you know, we're running a campaign and it looks like your thing is getting more views than our thing, so, you know, Whoops. are you going to change it? I'm like, nah, but like, when I'm done Capes and Crooks, it's probably going to be like Capes and Cowboys or Capes and Cutthroats or something, so I'm not going to be sitting on this forever, and we had an amicable agreement on that, they're like, oh, okay. All right. Okay. So they were okay. nice. They were cool about it. I figured we would have to talk about this at some point. And now we are. Oh man! I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I was ready to get into some gangster shit. That yeah, really fun. Some turf war. And yeah, I, I was uh, <laughs> auditioning for someone was putting together this horror podcast, and they asked me, "Do you have any experience doing podcasts?" And I'm like, "Well, this is close enough, so let me find a link oh, to cool. it." So I typed in Capes and Crooks into YouTube, and it was like a war between these two things going back yep. and forth. With almost very similar dates at the exact same time. Like, wow. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the odds are super crazy. In my defense, I was actually going to call the show Capes and Criminals when it started. In fact, if you go back in my file history, that was the working mm. title for it. But at the last second when I was making the thumbnail, I'm like, nah, Crooks is better because it's a shorter word and it looks nicer on the thumbnail. <laughs> Hey, Joel, I promise you the odds aren't super crazy. <laughs> but yeah, they're... But the, 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 it's just kind of the reality I live in. But yeah, they, they, they were cool about it, so that's nice. But yes, uh, yeah, that's good. to... Uh, well, I, I wanted to pitch that we call this, like, going forward, like, the, the meta podcast. Like, oh, oh meta? yes, yeah, I like I it. Like yeah, that's a fine. strong name. Yeah. I got a logo idea. It's never been done before, that's what I like about it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's fresh. It's original. Should we be called the meta? Maybe? Mm, I think the meta. Have you had a logo that looks like an Ouroboros or something else incredibly phenomenous? Yeah. Like, like, like a person, you told a person about an Xbox controller and they drew it just from <laughs> like, and you're bad at describing things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Love it. Love everything about it. So. <laughs> When last we met everyone, uh, a lot had gone down. You had had a big, uh, what is it, mission in New York, and uh, we're still kind of dealing with the fallout right about now as we join our newest adventure. Uh, you are all still in the sub-basement of the Dubois Penitentiary. It's been a few weeks following the big New York job. You still can't believe you managed to pull all of that off and without throwing a single punch. I'm still amazed, honestly. <laughs> You guys really, kind of, 
missions mixed up in my head. It's been three months. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the last mission was the one where you, uh, what is it, uh, had to track down a bunch of bank robbers who were totally not the wrecking crew. Okay. That's yeah. That was, the last sure, one. was that it? That was the last oh, one. Oh, yes. yes. We did that before we went to the mansion, and then yes. we ran out of the mansion. Right. Okay, because that's the part I remember. <laughs> Am I going to have to start sending you guys cold notes of your own adventures? <laughs> oh, that would be great if you could. <laughs> Maybe I will, Josh. Maybe I will. <laughs> now, you're all hanging out there uh, in your prison clothes, and you see on television that uh, Crowbar and the rest of the Demo Boys were eventually arrested for their robberies. But to your surprise, Crackshot, the totally not Hawkeye superhero whose past you keep seeming to cross with. You took an upper decker in his toilet and you almost stole the glory for this mission from him. Uh, he didn't get the credit for bringing down the gang mainly because Splendini blinded the shit out of him. <laughs> that's, that's how I do episode, it. We crash his upcoming Disney Plus show. <laughs> Ooh, don't give me ideas. Uh, eventually, the credit for uh, bringing down the robbery gang actually went to the agents of Hose. That's Homeland Office of Super Espionage. They're being heralded as the heroes of the day. Uh, they managed to return most of the stolen money, eh, minus a couple million dollars here and there, and also minus one mysterious computer drive, the thing that Walters actually sent you to pick up in the first place. Uh, the Demo Boys big robbery trial is actually set for next month, you discover, and there is a very high chance that they could probably get locked up in the Dubois Penitentiary right next to you guys. So here's hoping they don't hold a grudge. <laughs> I keep a knife on me. I have to can, point out, you're so. Canadian and you could not have figured out a way to put an R at the end of that big secret name. <laughs> oh, hoser, eh? I, I, trust me, I went through like three different variations before I ended on that one. I just thought Agents of Hose was funny. <laughs> uh, so... Now, while you did actually hand back the mysterious stolen drive to Warden Walters, not before Technoid, you actually made a digital copy and stored it within your own Android memory banks. Uh, you found out, though, due to a very poor roll, that it was going to take you a very long time to decode the information on it if you were to do it yourself. Uh, so far, you've only been able to gleam one recurring phrase. Uh, that seems to show up in the drive over and over again, and that is the phrase Project Custodus. Okay. Sorry, guys. Three months. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> uh, now, Technoid, you had also mentioned, too, in the last episode about maybe trying to find someone to help you. Uh, maybe someone who's a little bit more tech savvy, and uh, in the weeks that you've had off, uh, two names you've actually managed to drum up. One of them is Tech Nelly over in the women's wing. You don't actually know anyone in the women's wing, but uh, Paul's actually been here long enough, so he actually knows some women. I'm an ally. Indeed. <laughs> uh, and the other name on your list was Drone Striker, a little dwarf of a man, expert with computers, robbed several jewelry stores with custom military drones. Uh, he found Jesus while getting locked up, and uh, you keep uh -huh. seeing his name on a sign-up sheet for the weekly prayer meetings in the chapel. They really wanted you to join, given all the voices in your head being religious in nature, but when you have your collar on, you don't really feel that. No. Yeah. I actually think clearly with the collar on, so I've never <laughs> hit those meetings yet. Yeah. Also, uh, too, don't forget, uh, Technoid, you can uh, roll on the uh, Artificer table there and get a brand new stim pack for yourself. 
That's right. We were rolling, what, uh, four? Uh, it was a six, I do believe, and got to, you think I would remember to get the freaking thing yeah, up okay. that reminds me. But yes, you're a little thing, and I hope you're, uh, what is it, keeping a tally of all the ones you have, because you actually have a couple. Yeah. Um, I just rolled a six on this one. Okay. So six is going to be... Okay, uh, again, I don't have... We'll come back to that. Just remember that he has a six and that he is owed mm. a stim pack when I get a chance yes. to do it. God damn, I knew I forgot to... I have a hundred pages in front of me. I knew I forgot one thing. You're all good. I've already used one stim pack and I've got two others. There so. you go. Yeah, you've been, uh, you've been sitting on them. Yeah, they might be able to help wow. you out. Uh, now, Paul, in the last episode, you told your lawyer, one D. Greer, to get you information on the head of Dubois Prison Security, Rhett Bannerman. And to your surprise, old-ass Greer actually came through, and you now have a full dossier on Rhett Bannerman waiting for you in your cell. Uh, would you like to look into it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. All right. So some of this stuff you already knew, like how he played college football for the Louisiana Wildcats, because it's always the freaking Wildcats. Give me stats. I want to know how poorly he did. Uh, well, he actually <laughs> seemed like he was going to get drafted there uh, in his senior year until an ACL tear, uh, tear stopped that from happening. Coach Bombay himself. Goes. I love it. <laughs> So with his oh, with his sports dreams dashed, he ended up doing two tours of action in the Middle Eastern conflict. Which Middle Eastern conflict? Uh, make up your mind. <laughs> but uh, the joke that will options. be eternally updated for real. <laughs> Insert war here. Yeah. Wow. So he wasn't smart like at all. Like no. he had a chance to go to college, <laughs> ruined his athletic route, yeah. and then said. To the desert I go. I love it. As a person who was in the army, I love it. Hey, Rip Bitterman's stories are like lots of people's stories, bro. Uh, he would end up getting dishonorably discharged. That info seems to actually be redacted on your page, and it doesn't pick up later until he ended up getting hired by a rising star in the intelligence community, one Ambrosia Walters, who recruited him to be the head of her brand new prison staff. He also has an ex-wife named Karen, who is still living in the area, and after the divorce, she went back to using her maiden name, Karen. Aaron Simonson. They also have a 12-year-old son, Rhett Jr. or RJ for short. Was there a stated reason for the divorce in uh, the uh, paperwork? Uh, the oh-so-classic irreconcilable differences. Okay, cool. She was not happy. Love it. All right. <laughs> they Thank fully for- disagreed on who should have won Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying those cupcakes were so poor, bro. <laughs> and, and I'm just saying you should have just agreed with her. Now you're alone. Now you're alone and you have no cupcakes. Just just agree that, it, that you know, it had a soggy bottom or whatever it is, whatever the terminology is. Was it worth it? Was, it, was the studio apartment worth it? <laughs> hey, now, Red Bannerman doesn't have nothing. He has all you guys forever up his ass. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah. Hey, we, he has we a negative. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of there, uh, Mr. Monk, you had also uh, had a little leftover from the previous adventure, and that is you had cut a backroom deal with a man by the name of Lee Hama, a senior member of the Red Oni Yakuza clan, in hopes of getting oh, information yeah. on the Demo Boy's whereabouts. You got that info, but you didn't end up honoring your end of the bargain by bringing Hama the Demo Boy's gold statue of Cortez. Uh, has Monk been trying to do anything to 
rectify this situation in the last couple weeks. I'm currently doing my own schemes to try and create a fake speedster superhero in my old town made out of the old villain of former dead superhero. Yeah. I've got my own things going on. Alrighty then. I then. don't have time for red onis. Fair enough then. I figure like most rich Americans, I can ignore that problem <laughs> and it will eventually go away. Go away. <laughs> or when it comes back, you can just repel it with more money. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love everything about it. Uh, now, with all the old business out of the way, we can get on to new business, and that is the current weather climate in St. Rouge, Louisiana, where you all are currently situated, has been pretty bad the last two days. The TV news says they expect Hurricane Geffen to make landfall at some point. You're not too worried because Deadbeat HQ is, as I said before, in a secret sub-basement, but Walters and the other guards actually seem genuinely worried and on edge, and you wonder if this will affect affect your next mission but before any of that happens i free you all to do any side objectives and prep that you want before we move on with that uh you know i'm gonna stretch my legs uh there's there's that like monkey mechanic around here right yeah grease monkey oh yeah all right uh can he like make me something uh for me to hide that maybe the guards and them don't know about? Uh, you can certainly ask him. Alright, I want some of those like extended jumper boots, like moon <laughs> boots. Mm. Alright, you... Uh, you, uh, you find Grease Monkey in the garage there, he's tuning up the offspray as he often does, and you know, he, his eyes catch yours, and he gives you a greeting. Oh god, what was Grease Monkey's voice again? <laughs> oh yeah, he was up here doing a Tony Hale type thing. Oh hey Paul, what's up? Yeah, what's going on, man? I need uh, escape boots, if that makes any sense. You you, 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 you picking up what I'm putting down? I, th I think I might be picking up what you're laying down now. Uh, obviously, I can't just give you that sort of stuff. I mean, you know, it's, it's not going to come cheap. You know, parts are hard. You know, they're always, you know, I pull my uh, sword out of my cane. And oh. uh, kind of press it up against his kidneys. Ah, shit. So this is, this is what we're doing, right, man? Shit, this I just... This is what we're doing, man. I'm sorry. I, look, we got a guy here who's just kind of, like, fucked over, like, the Japanese mafia, maybe. <laughs> so, I feel like, I feel like that's going to come back and bite us in a big way further down the road. And I just want to be prepared for when Chekhov's gun goes off. You know what I mean? Roll up. Roll an intimidation, and I will say roll it with advantage. All right. I got a 15. Okay, that's exactly what you need. Ah, oh, god damn it! Either you cut my throat or Walter stops my freaking heart. God damn it! This freaking hey, grease I monkey cut can't your win. Throat, buddy, I would puncture your kidney where my knife is pointed. Oh, I guess that's fine. I all right, I'll get to work. Well, what, what do you want? So you want jumpy boots? You want like boots of springing and striding? I think I can yeah, make that uh, happen. Uh, uh, boots of striding, something that would like bounce me out the scene right quick if I needed to like do a quick escape. Okay, it's gonna take me about 24 hours to get all the parts together, but I think hey, I can make it happen. You do whatever you need. You're a great simian. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's just it's just nice to hear. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry about the kidney threats. I mean, Let me get out of your hair. I mean, you have a lot of it. It's it's present. I'm used to being threatened and intimidated, <laughs> so like it's, it's really on me. Hey, uh, well, date this weekend. I, I love to take you out. 
Ah, wow. What's happening? What's <laughs> happening right now? Oh, it's the storm. It's the, it's the storm. It's a Hurricane <laughs> Geffen. It's coming it's in. Coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Is that a low-flying plane? Yeah. <laughs> Car. Who's got low-flying planes? It's not on my end. Uh, anything. Uh, okay. It's, it's getting quiet. It's oh. gone now. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So uh, so that's Paul's uh, side objective done. Anyone else have any side objectives they would like to see, too? I'd like to find out what the hell that was. <laughs> Roll an investigation. <laughs> With disadvantage, because I don't know. A two. Never mind. <laughs> You'll never know. It'll forever be a mystery. It is lost to the sand of time. There you go. I'm not using that dice tonight. Guess not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if anyone wanted to make any calls or look into the drives or anything else, this, this would be the time to do it. Um... How, how okay so Paul's my man on the inside because he's the ally yes uh, uh, if you wanted to talk to Technelli, uh yeah. and then of course if you want to talk to uh, Drone Striker which Drone Striker you could actually meet face to face because he's in the dude's wing <sighs> alright I don't like talking down to people but let's go meet the, uh, the little person alright there you go <laughs> So you uh, you, you rouse some of the guards, and uh, they're only supposed to let you leave to uh, talk to your lawyer, do visits and religious stuff. And as this falls onto religious stuff, they take you up. Uh, two guards okay. kind of flank you on either side. They lead you to the elevator that you've seen Paul and Mr. Monk go through, but you yourself have never actually gone through until right now. They take you up the secret hatch that leads to the musty old broom closet and to the rest of the prison. Now, instead of going to the right, which is the visitor center, which is where uh, Monk and Paul have been going to talk to their lawyers, you go to the left, which is where the prison chapel is located. Uh, past the other good behavior villains who are all allowed more leeway, like Danny Escher, the art-themed super criminal who manipulates space with his quantum pen. Uh, thank you to the patron who pitched Danny. Any that one's yours. <laughs> That's a good one. It is. I was. I was pretty. Yeah, that one's pretty solid. He's a. He's just sitting there mopping. He kind of gives you the head nod and everything. Okay. Uh, the guards end up shoving you inside the chapel, and you see several people are already sitting around in a big circle doing Bible study. There's Action Jackson, who can slow down and speed up time with his belt buckle. Gorilla, who was a biker gang leader, who got cursed to turn into an ape man uh, and the guy you've actually come to see drone striker as well as the guy actually leading the prayer group marijuana themed super villain ganja john oh ganja john <laughs> yep can we recruit ganja john for the next mission just, just <laughs> yeah. asking out of curiosity i mean he is a I good behavior prisoner so you'd have to work okay. pretty hard <laughs> all right fair he's, all right. he's really working his program <laughs> ganja john you see <laughs> He, uh, he, he sees you right away when you step in, Technoid Ganjajan, and he's the first to introduce himself. Hey, man, you're that Technoid guy. So glad you could finally come and join us, man. I'm happy to be here. Heard good things about you. Look me up a little bit later. Might be able to work out something. Oh, that's real great, man. You know, we're just sitting here in a circle talking about all the things that we're thankful for. And, you know, then I'm going to give a passage and then, you know, we're going to draw a picture with macaroni and sparkles. I, I am so sorry I did not bring enough macaroni for everybody tonight. <laughs> oh, that's all right, man. He ruffles around in his beard and macaroni starts falling out of it. <laughs> 
I'm just nodding. <laughs> right. Okay. Hey, uh, Johnny boy, I'm actually here to talk to uh, the little man. Oh yeah, drone striker. Yeah. yeah, he's uh he's really come along. You know, he's a great great parishioner. You know, if you need like an accountability or something, you know, oh, I I think he'd be great. You know. I have I have so much stuff that I need to be accountable for. You have no idea. That that is that 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 warms my electric heart. Oh man, this is just so great to see. I'll I'll leave you to it. We're reading Corinthians twenty one thirty three. Can't say it was one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, oh, that's gonna be great when we bring it up in group. I know you're gonna fit in here real well, Technoid. I, I will I will do my research. That is that is in uh the the Bible, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All righty then. So uh, so he kind of leaves you be there, and uh, yeah, everyone's kind of spread out across the room now reading uh, from their King James Bibles. Okay. <laughs> I'll be specific for the version. I'm the, like, all right, the, uh, we'll play, all right. The, the same okay. ones you have in every hotel. Yeah. Oh, but parishioners you know, got it. Yeah, yeah, they like the eloquence of it more than anything. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> well, they use a really nice typography. I really do have to give it to them for that design. It's a more poetic trans translation, mm. I think. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, alrighty. So I'm meeting with uh, Drone Striker. Drone Striker. I'm gonna have to write that down. Hey, uh, Drone Striker. Yeah. I, I'm I'm here to to talk to you really quickly. Um, I've seen the light. Obviously, you know, I'm, like, on this religious mission to uh, atone for all my uh, digital sins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are many. Sometimes you just download the wrong file and you can't get rid of it. Was it me? Can't blame me for that stuff. It's bloatware, right? <laughs> I've right we'll done that. so many NFTs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Drone Striker invented NFTs. I'm sorry. It was him. That's why, that's why he's in jail. It wasn't the robberies. <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have right-clicked so many images and NFTs. Uh, I've seen the light. I need your help. Uh, I need to delve deeper into the scripture. I need a better understanding. I need to really um, come to grips and and really challenge myself on some truths that I'm not really ready to face, but I know I need to. Roll a a persuasion, but I'll say with advantage because I'm starting to believe you. (laughs) (laughs) This is heartfelt. Very. That is a 17... Okay. Yeah, before plus two is a nineteen. That's very good. I'll hide yeah. I'll help you. <laughs> yeah. no, this is, this, this is what that's what it sounds like. Uh, this is, yeah. this is a drone striker. He's <laughs> been drone striker's been hanging out with Ganja John a lot. <laughs> a uh, bit. Um, I reach over really quickly, just kind of tap like a little uh, noddle on the back of my ear, and I pull out this uh, encrypted file that I've had forever. Right. And I hand it to him. I'm like, look, I can't. And I kind of look around really quickly. You know that we do shady shit. We go on some missions. We've seen some stuff. Uh, this he, stays between you and I. He he seems genuinely a little surprised, but then he also wants to seem cool at the same time. Oh, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I totally know that. Yeah, you can you can trust me, brother Techno. It's it's cool. You know, was but we're all here with the Lord and everything. So you know, do do, do on to each other, help your neighbor, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. We uh we actually on the last mission we came across. A group of Templars. What? And a secret society where they had the code for the new New Testament. We need your help decoding this. You, you would actually be remembered 
in the history books and have great little stained glass paintings made of you. If you can help me decipher what's on this chip. His eyes light up. You can count on me, man. You can count on Drone Strike. I'll get it done. Drone Striker, I knew that, that just... I don't want to say I had a feeling. I just wanted... I just felt like someone mentioned your name. And I, I feel like... I don't know who it was, but it was really important for, for me to hear it and to really listen. I think it was God. <laughs> just to get really fucking mad on yeah. this one. <laughs> it could have been. God who rolls the <laughs> dice of the universe. <laughs> All right, the Bible so. is a trilogy. Apparently. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, then. So, yeah, you, you pass your thing off to him. Uh, do, do you sit quietly here for the rest of Bible study, or do you peace out now? Because, like, no one stop you. I, come and go when you please. I kind of, like, hang out for a minute, mm. and then I see the free coffee and donuts. Mm. And then I go over there for the free coffee and donuts. Um, the, the best part of Bible there. study. Totally, and the, the best part is that the coffee is terrible. Oh yeah, but it's cleaning out some of like the uh, cranky gears that I had in my uh, left arm. So mm-hmm. this is great. And then uh, they start singing a hymn, mm-hmm. and that's when I leave. <laughs> Thirty-three skidoo. Uh, you wait for a music break to leave. That's that's what that's you it. usually do at those kind of meetings. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you uh, you knock on the glass window there, and the two guards that brought you. Uh, begin leading you back uh, to the hatch into the cell. Uh, as you walk through the walls of the prison, though, you really start to hear the wind howl outside. The rain is splattering against the windows with big, wet thuds. It's getting really ugly out there. In fact, the power also ever so briefly cuts in and out for two whole seconds, and at that point, the only thing you can actually see in the dark is the green glow of your power-inhibiting collar, which lets you now act crap these things are on its own power source <laughs> shit that's good yeah. uh, the whirling of the backup generators begins to fill your ears but when the lights come back on you begin to realize something you're alone in this hallway right now the two guards that were leading you are nowhere to be found and standing at the other end of the hall are two very large inmates in orange gen pop jumpsuits one dark skinned one fair skinned and in their hands you can see the glint of homemade shivs do i have my cane with me oh you're still in the sub basement this is this is kurt this is all what's happening with kurt right now uh, it sure looks that way. Okay. Uh, uh, so the collar's still on me. Collars are still on. They're wearing collars, too. Okay, so everyone's at the same level right now, except they've got shivs. They got shivs, and there's two of them and one of you. Okay, my usual regular attributes of having, like, a, a thin steel uh, skin armor is still... Yes. Okay. Yes, you're, you, as a robot man, your armor can't be taken off, so your armor class is actually still the same. Awesome, but knives still scare me. <laughs> knives uh, are still kind of bad. All right, look, honestly, I'm just going to throw it out there really quickly. Guys, what's, uh, you got, you got a third one of those for your friend? <laughs> the uh, blonde skin guy there, he, uh, or the blonde haired guy, uh, starts moving his shiv around in your general direction. He says, this beatdown was meant for your bear friend, but you'll carry the message back for us, won't you? <laughs> what do you have against Mr. Monk? Oh, we have nothing against him, except for all the commissary money the Red Oni are going to pay us for fucking him up. But we'll fuck up one of his friends just fine. This is why I got escape boots. I knew this <laughs> shit was going to go down. I would give anything for Mario boots right now. Okay. 
Um, so I have nothing to do with this. You think I'm his friend, even though we're all forced on the same team against our lives. And you think this is going to send the message back to your, to, hold on. Who sent you? This is dumb. <laughs> Did you go back and tell your boss this is dumb? Team, what the hell are you talking about? Hey, you sound like a man who doesn't want to get stabbed is what you sound like. Okay, here's the deal. I beat you up, and no one even t- mentions this, because this is stupid. <laughs> mm, I still kind of want to stab you, though. Okay, cool. You can try to stab me, but I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> All right, then. So, uh, yeah. tell you what, we're uh, because this isn't a traditional fight, I will right. roll, you will roll, and whoever gets rolled higher will uh, get to move first. <sighs> D20. Let's go. Dude, shit, seven. Natural 20. Oh, crap. Oof. Okay. Oof. I so, think uh, one of the many voices in Technoid's head just wrote a check that his ass cannot cash. Cannot <laughs> cash. So right. uh, one of the guys grabs you from behind, and the other guy gets ready to work you over with the shiv, and that is going to be two D8s of damage before you get to move again. Uh, again, you okay. can do anything else in this room, too. You know, uh, Don't feel like fighting is your only recourse if you want to get out of this some other way, and that's going to be... Ooh, that's an eight. Eight, five, Get my butt kicked. Pocket sand. So, he, <laughs> so he, he stabs you right in the gut for 13, is what he ah! gets you on. <laughs> oh, God damn it, dude. <laughs> hey, it's a prison story. This had to happen eventually. <laughs> you should have just gave him the statue. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just gave him armor. His defensive layers can be enhanced with armor. I gain one bonus to my armor class. Uh, that's no. just that's that's just on you all the time and in a fight. Yeah. This is where one guy's holding you and one guy is stabbing you. I am a completely powerless tin man at this point. All I mean, right. technically um, they're powerless too. So what would you like to do now that it's uh, essentially your turn? If he my, ends up okay. dying in this, this could send us on a very interesting side quest. <laughs> can we not hope for that? Avenge me. Can I, can I not pick up his psychic distress with my powers? Uh, um, I, I mean, if you are you wanted... asking, can you physically like do your powers not allowed, or are you saying you're picking it up? Can you choose to n- ignore it? <laughs> well, you still got well, your collar on, Paul. You're ghosting him now in his okay. moment of need. Well, that that means I can't use telepathy. But, I mean, I mean telekinesis, but I can still like feel psychic. Like he's in, clearly in distress, right? <laughs> I should <laughs> be able to pick that up. Your empathic abilities. Yeah. I should be able to pick up that he's getting worked over. <laughs> okay, Someone roll, should hear this. Roll, roll me intelligence, but with a disadvantage. All right. <laughs> like somebody should stop. I mean, don't we have, like, entire power party. restraining with stuff on us? 19. 19. Right. You, you definitely get a very bad vibe. You can't place it, but you're just like, damn, Technoid's been gone for a bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay. old enough, and I've been in prison long enough True to know that enough. something ain't right. So yeah. we should probably go That's check fair. on him. Uh, so here's the dumbest thing. Okay. If I'm going out, I'm going out big. Uh, is that blade still in me? Is he so still like destruct fronting? button? Yes. Yeah. Oh sh. Party. Party. Okay, Take no the prison with you. He, 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 he stabbed you and took it back. Is what it is, and now it's just your time to react. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Um. So what I want to do, the, guy, the other guy's still holding me, right? Yeah, he's, he's got you in, like, under both arms. He's got you in, like, okay. full Nelson. So I can't... Shit, my arms can't really move or anything like that, can they? 
Uh, I mean, you can kick, you can do anything, you can like look at the room around you. It's up to you, man. Yeah, give me a perception check really quickly. Okay, yeah. Yeah, roll me, roll me a perception. I'll tell you what's going on. Okay, 15. And okay. Plus two is going to be 17. All right. So you scan the room. Uh, what is it like the Robert Downey Jr. version of Sherlock? And uh, you see all the different things around you that might be able to help you in this situation. There's the large glass window with the metal mesh that is still getting pelted by rain right now and thunder and lightning, which makes hearing stuff very difficult. There's a fire extinguisher as well as the mop bucket and mop that Danny Escher were using. Danny himself is actually in the room with you right now. He's just up against the wall. He's drawn on himself with magic marker in hopes that no one would recognize that he was not part of the wall. (laughs) This is good. You can take that strategy. <laughs> so, uh, what are you gonna do? Okay, I'm. I was kind of hoping for like some sort of like circuit box or like fuse box around me or something like that. Uh, there are the uh, what is it? The light switches that go like on and off at the end of the hallway, but not near me. Uh, close enough. Like again, they they caught you going to the other door, so like it's okay. in your general vicinity. It's in like uh, like an arm's length. <laughs> Okay, so if it's arm's length, this is what I'm going to do. Hopefully, like, even though I have no powers, I'm still, like, robot dude. Uh, while the other guy's dragging onto me, yeah. I'm going to take my android arm, and I'm going to slam that as hard as possible into the electrical uh, light switches. Ooh, I like this a lot. Okay. I'm going to say, yes, you do that, and because you do that, the electricity uh, conducts through your metal arm and electrocutes the shit out of the other guy holding you, breaking his grasp on you. Awesome. Nice. In fact, he gets, like, hit so bad, he's on the fucking ground now, so now it's 1v1. Okay. Is my neck brace still uh, working after that? Uh, Yes, your collar still seems to be working, because obviously it has to hold in... the power to the prison in any way. Uh, they blink on and off a little bit, but again, there's a big storm going on outside, so you can't tell mm. what was that and what was the storm. Yeah, I sent a signal that was Morse code saying, help me, fuckers. Uh, uh, I, mean, if, I, I mean, if you want to do that, you can, I'll make you roll for that. Roll, uh... Oh, God, what, what were we saying tech skills were again? Roll, uh... I think with, tech skills we decided was going to be... Like animal handling, our, right? Or, like, or Arcana, too. Oh, that. right. For yeah, you, it, it would be... those two, definitely. For you, yeah. it would be Arcana, yes, because you're trying to do computer shit. Yeah, roll me yeah. an Arcana check. Uh, 13 plus... Four. That's good. Give me a 17. Okay, so yeah, down in the sub-basement, the lights flicker on and off again, but in a strange series of patterns. Does anyone know Morse code? <laughs> I'm old, uh, I feel like I'm old enough to be? know Morse code. Yeah, I mean, I guess Paul Bold would be. Uh, yeah, I, I will say just as as Splendini, if, if Splendini is there, as the lights are flickering with every light off and on, I'm like doing a quick costume change, like as best I can. Like this is my cue. <laughs> like I'm wearing every time it flickers, I'm wearing something else. Bannerman looks down from the catwalk. By God, every new costume change is more fabulous than the next. <laughs> you know it. I can't pay attention you. to any other things that are being told to me right now through my radio. Nope, nothing at all. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to yeah. roll for perception, and maybe I'll be able to figure it out. Go for it. Because I'm assuming that's what it would be, right? Perception? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're perceiving. Uh, that comes out to 13. 13? 13. 
Uh, it certainly doesn't seem like it's related to the storm, but you can't tell what else it's related to. Okay. You figured out so that. So I just got a hunch. In that case, I've got my animal senses. You Could do. I smell that he's maybe in trouble? Uh, <laughs> my blood <laughs> that's pouring out of me? I'm going to say, yeah, you smell a combination of oil and blood that smells very similar to that of uh, your teammate Technoid. Because you've smelled his blood before during fights. Which, by the way, guys, I don't know if you guys actually understand. Joel is giving me the dream of my hallway fight right now. This is so cool. <laughs> this is your <laughs> Korean crime drama fight in the hallway. Love it. Uh, okay, so. Well, I can roll a perception to see if I understand Morse code. I'm old as hell. Yeah, sure, go That's for it. That's what I was kind of yeah. for. You've been yeah. around. Yeah. All right, see, what's my perception? Uh... What, what, what do we, uh, let's see, what's that, three? Okay. J just 16, three. 16 plus three, 19. Dope. So after years of studying Morse code by mail in jail, because you have very little else to do with your time, Paul, you begin to think, hey, was that a message? Because that sure sounded like, help me, I'm getting stabbed. <laughs> I also learned how to play the theremin, but they never gave me a theremin to play. But I, I got all the books. <laughs> I but know yeah. theremin theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Also, somebody's in trouble. Techno is in trouble. We should go help him. All right. What? Uh, what are you gonna are we try? Still in the cells right now. Uh, you're in the sub basement. They kind of give you freedom, like in Oz, to walk around because it's like a experimental prison. But you can't just go up the elevator whenever you want. Yo, Bannerman. Yeah, what? You can what? save your marriage, but you can save our friend real quick. Oh, that cuts me deep, bro. That's fucking harsh. Why Not should I, though? Our friend's getting cut downstairs. He's being attacked by other prisoners, and if he dies, that's on your head when Not Waller gets back. <laughs> the hell you know about that, bro? I, I know that it's happening right now. It's being sent to me in Morse code, you idiot. I thought you were in the military. <laughs> That's stupid fuck. But I'm looking at your heart monitors right now like, oh, shit, yeah, he's suffering some damage. Fuck. Yeah, you big galoot. Let's go down there. I'll turn you Almost into God. like exactly 15 points of damage. Have been done to him, yes. Exactly, <laughs> Mr. HP Monk. is on each of you guys. It's very high tech. <laughs> it makes my job very easy. I'm a visual learner, don't you know, bro? <laughs> Now, right next to right next to his really low health, it just has a really sad smiley face. So I know that it's a bad thing. Now, now, how am I supposed to know you're not using this as a chance to escape? Look, I am going to go and investigate this, bro, because this is my block and my job. Oh my god! Yep. What? You sound like a FIFA rage video. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, he, he tells you all to stay put, and he starts taking the elevator up. Now, back with you, Technoid, the guy who was stabbing you now that he saw his brother essentially get cooked behind you, he's starting to get all sorts of freaked out right now, and he has a bit of, like, f fight or flight going on right now. He doesn't okay. know if he should cut his losses or if he should stay here and finish the job. Um, can I... The guy that I just fried, he's still got his shiv, right? Uh, yes, he does. I want to grab that. Okay, you grab the shiv. Now it's shiv on shiv. Sweet. Uh, where are we in turn base right now? Uh, it's, it's technically his move now, and I'm actually going to see if he's freaked out enough that because you have a shiv if he's going to run. Okay, cool. Because I did fry a friend. That was pretty cool. That is a seven. He is freaked out now. He is going to drop his shiv, and he is going to run for it back to the other end of the prison. I'll let him get away. He stabbed me. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going to... 
I don't know how much damage I've taken to be able to do this, but I'm throwing the shiv at him. Okay, hot damn. Yeah. Uh, ooh, okay, so this is going to be a throw weapon check. Here, let me, uh, do I got your thing? I, I guess treat it as, like, a regular, like, fist attack, but with a D4 is what I would say, because, like, uh, if you're throwing it, because it's an improvised weapon. Oh, okay, so wait, am I rolling the, uh, the 21st? Uh, yeah, well, actually, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say that you're close enough to him that it'll hit, so uh, roll, roll a D4. D4? Yeah. Of all the dice I don't have out, of course. Oh, that's a four. Okay, you get him right in the frickin' Achilles tendon <laughs> as he is running there, and he, like, basically falls to one knee, and now he's crawling. Do you give chase? Absolutely, but, like... Really cool slow-motion Terminator style. Oh, fuck yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, so you do that. You enter the next set of hallways, and as you do, you hear the door to the musty broom closet open, and Bannerman steps out to see this scene. Whoa, bro, what the fuck happened up here? Uh, The shock on my face when... Bannerman, you know Morse code? No. (laughs) No, I thought thought you was trying to escape and shit. No, these... Douchebags just freaking jumped me in the hallway after I was going back from Bible study. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> shit, shit, shit. Oh, Walters is not going to like this shit. She said, look, you you got to come back right now, and you got to see the doctor. You got to patch you up before Walters come in here. And hey, you, Grimsley, I fucking see you over there, Grimsley. He hits his little radio. Pick up these two pieces of shit, would you, right quick? So, yeah. <laughs> That's what right. he does. You see a couple more guards come, pick the dude up who's bleeding out, and uh, you hear some more ruckus trying to pick up the other one you fried as you uh, end up going back down to the sub-basement. Awesome. I've already had an adventure. Someone please get me to a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have uh, your doctor right down there, uh, Dr. Titan. All right. I'm going to go see Dr. Titan, if that's okay, because I'm bleeding out and just got attacked after you know turning a new leaf and going to Bible study. Yes. Yeah, he should want to go see your lawyer. Both of us are our lawyers. We never got stabbed. <laughs> he never got stabbed. <laughs> yes, Jesus Christ, bro. Go see yeah. fucking go see fucking Dr. Titan and quick before Walters comes in. This is gonna be my ass. <laughs> Supposed to keep you all from stabbing each other. <laughs> it's like the first thing in my job description. <laughs> All right, so you you come through the thing there. You you all see this, by the way. Bannerman come down. He looks absolutely pale, like he's seen a ghost. You see Technoid holding his guts as he uh, makes his way back to uh, Dr. Titan's office. Yo, Technoid. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Tell Monk I got to talk to him after this. We would have helped you, but I was currently involved in this very deep mental... Bell of ah, I'm just reading Kurt Vonnegut. I'm not actually doing it. <laughs> just a bear sitting on his bunk reading Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> All right, and I'm gonna keep that little information about why I got attacked uh, to myself for a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. All right, you make your way to a Titan's office. There, this big, tall, lanky, blue-skinned Frankenstein-looking guy in a lab coat with a very distressing voice. Oh, look at you. You're all bloody. It is going to rust, and then you will need a mechanic and not a doctor. Would you like some adrenaline or just a regular bandage? Uh, I'll take both. Okay. I was going to say an adrenaline. That will bring up uh, half your health, but it could have some side effects. The bandages will just help you heal over time. No, I'll take it. He just brings out a car battery. (laughs) Yeah, really? (laughs) He's got all sorts of... All right, uh... Yeah. 
Well, I don't think we've ever used this thing, but you all actually have like dice that you're supposed to roll to uh, get health back. Let's l- let's just call it two d4s. <laughs> okay. And then you can get that back. Well, I'm only going to get back four points of that 13. Okay, so he tries very hard to clean the wound and stitch you up, but it's clear that Dr. Titan has never seen such cyborg biology before. <laughs> it's a prison, you get what you get. <laughs> There's a lot going on down here, I tell you. It is a bad day for mad scientists like me. <laughs> I wish I could do better. <laughs> half consider uploading my schematics of like how to fix me but at the same time like i don't trust this dude mm. <laughs> and a lot of it's still a mystery to you uh it's at this point yeah. you start to hear a bunch of rabble rousing happening out there in the main room it looks like walters has finally come in she's wearing a raincoat her umbrella has been hilariously turned inside out because the storm is getting really bad and she kind of you know whistles and moves her hand around for everyone to come together because it's mission time yeah. Cool. Ha- ha- all right. You look all wet. What- what's going on with your umbrella? Hey, let a smile be your umbrella. <laughs> oh, very perceptive, Paul. I can see why you're the psychic one on the team. Yeah. See, because like a smile's upturned like your garbage umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, at-, at this point, Walters uh, clocks you, Technoid, and uh, makes eye contact. Well, looks like some of you have been busy without me here. Hopefully you saved some energy for the actual job that affords you such luxuries. Lord knows if you die off the clock, I'll be pretty upset. Just to let you know, the security here sucks. She looks at Bannerman there, and Bannerman, like, literally, if he could retreat into himself like a turtle, he would. Gotcha. He can tell he fucked up on this one. (laughs) (laughs) So then, without further ado, your next mission is here, and a little earlier than normal. Who's ready to maintain the bonds between big government and big business? Show of hands, because I know I sure am. Uh, Uh, This sounds like a sponsorship deal. Oh, oh, it kind of Uh, is. I like half of those things. (laughs) Slowly raise my hand. (laughs) Now, who among you deadbeats has ever heard of the name Madeline Uso before? She's the current head and CEO of the Toxon Oil Company. Three of you actually fought ghost pirates on one of her rigs last month. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 Whatever happened to that guy? We handed over to... Oh, wait, that's a secret. Uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, well, that was Brian Teaser, and, uh, for all you know, he got away safe and sound and was actually, you know, kind of friendly with you. <laughs> and living on a farm upstate. Living on a farm upstate. <laughs> yep. Until I remember to bring him back. Uh, so yeah, Walters continues to go on there. Uso just so happens to be an old sorority sister of mine calling in a very personal favor. Toxon has a shiny new gas pipeline right here in St. Rouge, Louisiana. It was set to make some very select people very, very rich. Unfortunately, environmental groups, native groups, and, well, every flavor of bleeding heart out there has made it their mission to shut it all down. Can you believe it? Yep. Good. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) As I was saying... Now, with Hurricane Geffen bearing down on all of us, her army of rent cops decided to up and leave the pipeline when she refused to pay hazard pay. That's where you all come in, because you're all much cheaper and much more disposable. Don't you feel oh. great? Oh, yeah, no, I'm actually excited about this mission. <laughs> good, good, I aim to please. 
We already have word on who is going to be trying to blow up the pipeline, an eco-terrorist group called The Fog. Their leader is actually someone who you might be very familiar with, Paul. One Jake Morris, a.k.a. the second altar boy. Though these days he goes by Agent Eco. Yeah, no, I see why you changed that first one. You kind of want to leave that in the past, right? <laughs> now, uh, it's an immensely better name. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god, the trauma with that first name. <laughs> now, Paul, when you hear the name Jake Morris, all sorts of memories come flooding back to you. The year was 1968. You and your henchmen had gone to destroy a U.S. germ warfare lab on one of the most major college campuses in the state. You got the job done, but when you were arrested for the first time, by Father Patriot, our Captain America stand-in, as well as his uh, sidekick, the second altar boy, you were cuffed, and you remember this preteen kid breaking your jaw anyway, even though you had already cuffed and uh, were already cuffed and surrendered. Yeah, that was just the times back then, you know. Uh, what happened to the first altar boy? Uh, he got lost after World War II. No that was a loaded question, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that seems a very likely story on what happened to the first altar boy. There's a there's a lot of conspiracy theory videos out there. <laughs> yeah, like how would you be comfortable taking the name Second Altar Boy? Like I, yeah. that would just make me feel very uncomfortable. Tell me about it. Uh, five years later, Father Patriot would actually cut this kid loose after a dozen complaints of brutality went very public. It was a huge scandal in the Hero Coalition, and they decided they were just sick and tired of covering this preteen's ass. They uh, drove him off there. He tried to make a go of it as an anti-hero for a little bit, but eventually uh, he drifted towards university. He started studying uh, environmental sciences, and he founded the Fist of Green, or FOG, a few years later. And, uh, yeah, he's been doing the eco-terrorist thing ever since. Oh, okay. So he turned his life around. That's good. I mean... Breaking my jaw. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah uh, Walters kicks back up there again. You four deadbeats are going to go out there and protect the pipeline until the storm passes. Kill anyone you like. We could easily blame it on the hurricane. And try not to die yourself. I really don't want to have to train four new replacements and stormproof my windows at the same time. <laughs> Train. Yeah. yeah. We, we didn't get a train. Yeah, did that happen? <laughs> you got the best train. Us and throws in the wild. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, uh, Bannerman, note to self, train the next four. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what are you standing here for? Yeah, get out. Just as bad as the WWF. <laughs> are we ever? Oh, I man. Suggestion, can we please include Morse code uh, training in that? <laughs> That'd be great. Now, why would you ever need Morris code training, Technoid? Sorry. <laughs> You're a computer. You already know it. <laughs> yeah, fair I'm just binary. I see how it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We can have this conversation later. Now, go, 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 go. Uh, you're led to the hangar bay where Grease Monkey is readying not the Osprey that you normally take uh, because this is going to be a local mission. He instead is prepping a big fan boat for you guys. Oh, I, was, yeah. I knew it was going to be a big fan boat. Af a man after my own heart, Aaron. So Grease Monkey, he <laughs> looks at that inside of an envelope and opened it right now. I called it so far. <laughs> Grease Monkey looks at you and says, hey, hey, have you guys ever seen that Burt Reynolds movie Gator? Because if not, it's going to be really hard driving this thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I've been on a fan boat before. Those shits are fun. Punch it, monkey. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I'm not going out there with you guys. Fuck, there's a hurricane going on, and I'm not a fighter. I'm, I, I'm not even a lover. I'm a tinkerer at best. Oh, well, I mean, at least you're honest about yourself. <sighs> a lot of people can't say that. <laughs> he, he be wa- safe. Uh, th- thanks, Paul. I'll try, and I'll be sure to, you know, that, that thing. That thing that I'm not supposed to talk about. Yep, that thing. Wink. All right, all right, all right. Hey, hey, between me and you, monkey, I'm going to blow up this pipeline. <laughs> More power to you, man. More power to you. <laughs> sweet, sweet. Between you and me, my simian companion, I'm going to let him blow up this pipeline. <laughs> I'm going to get in touch with my broker and have him buy up all the stocks of their company after it completely tanks because we're going to wreck their company. Oh, but, yeah. Fuck yeah, ethanol for life. Yeah, no, my plan is to, like, let them blow it up and, bl- like, like well, we, us blow it up and blame the people we're about to stop. <laughs> the, no witnesses. Everybody <laughs> everybody dies on this mission, fellas. <laughs> so you all pile into the fan boat. I take it that Mr. Monk is driving uh, this one because he always drives, or is someone going to fight him for the chance to drive? It honestly just looks cooler if he drives. It really does. It kind of does. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm not being biased on that in any way. It just does. <laughs> big bear. A gigantic on, bear person. Big bear on the big bayou. <laughs> so you make your way for the first. Although I picture me sitting at the back of this boat and just cause the entire thing to tip like that. <laughs> just like the freaking Flintstones. <laughs> So, yes, you make your way out of the Dubois prison secret boat launch, which you've never actually seen before. Splendini has seen it because he's been on the team longer than anyone. Uh, The wind whips at your skin. The boat fans roar and make it really hard to hear anything. The pipeline is a little over two hours away, and there's no telling when this storm could potentially uh, touch down. On the upside, uh, because everyone is worried about the impending natural disaster, no one really seems to be paying attention to the four supervillains in a fan boat. Uh, Walters gives you a map uh, that shows you essentially where you need to get going. But it's hard to manage in the storm, so... uh, if Mr. Monk is uh, driving, then give me an animal handling, which in this case would be vehicle handling. Uh, uh, and shouldn't we? Shouldn't we have? Uh, oh shit! That's actually that- pretty good. Uh, shoot, twenty-one. Hot damn! Ooh. Ooh. So against all odds, Mr. Monk, you are just piloting the shit out of this fanboat. You have not seen the Burt Reynolds movie Gator, but in your soul, you feel like you have. <laughs> As an incredibly wealthy billionaire, I have t- I have driven many fan boats through mm-hmm. the bayou looking for places to destroy and turn into golf courses. So <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Calling upon this life experience, you're doing such a good job. You can basically hear "Bone on the Bayou" in the background. <laughs> So Where you, is that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of nature. Uh, now, does anyone else uh, want to do anything while you start taking this trip? Um, I just kind of work my way over to the front of the boat while he's just piling the shit out of it and looking super cool while doing it. Mm. Hey, Vonnegut. Uh, not that I care, but that thing in the, uh, the hallway earlier. Red Oni Gang. They're looking for you. Hmm. I will use this information. <laughs> Try and burn this place to the ground. <laughs> Like I said, not that I can. I will let you remember that I said that because you trusted me with this information. 
like I said, not that I care. But, <laughs> you know. I felt like a customer service answer. <laughs> hey, I got stabbed because of you. <laughs> I understand your concerns. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Anyway. <laughs> I think Mr. Monk might be a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I will direct you towards our regional manager in order to address your further concerns. <laughs> I can't unstab you, dog. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> First off, you're a robot. You only lost like half the blood of a normal person. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tech Norris was really frustrated by the entire ordeal and rolls back and spurs Bannerman when you actually really need him. Yeah. After I just got my ass saved by Bannerman. Yeah, really. Jeez. <laughs> Everyone's showing layers to if themselves. If it makes you feel any better, I stole Bannerman's iPod before we left. <laughs> Oh, that explains the entire time. Nice. That's what actually, Born on the Bayou is. Yeah, Bannerman actually strikes me as a guy who's still rocking a Zoom, but that's just me. <laughs> he loves cop rock for some reason. So much cop rock <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> uh, in fact, you're pretty Why sure there's a... Clearwater. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they were a great band there, you know. For a time after the Beatles broke up, they were arguably the biggest band in the world. <laughs> So yeah, uh, you continue your, your way further up river. It's getting deeper and darker and more full of brush. It would be almost impossible to see unless you had, say, oh, I don't know, the eyes of a robot or animal vision. <laughs> I was going to say, we uh, should make the robot our GPS for this. Oh, he has built-in GPS. I have built-in GPS. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically Which I've never been more excited about in a, in a role-playing character. <laughs> yeah, it helps a lot. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I can I can roll some uh, GPS action. Yeah, hey, help us out, Tom. Tom. <laughs> All, right. All right, so my GPS is only giving me a fifteen. What did we decide that was going to? This was a good roll tonight. Um, uh, plus investigation. Yeah, sure, if you want. Yeah, it's gonna make it a twenty-one. All right. So, All right. so far, Walter's uh, local map actually seems to be holding pretty damn true. Uh, though you do realize that there is a small little alcove off to your left right there that's not on the map. You don't know if this was created by flooding or if this was a newer thing, but there's a little alcove off to the side there. You guys want to head towards that? Yes. Yeah. There we go. All right, you uh, make your way over to the left there, which you're actually going off course a little bit to uh, investigate this little alcove. And in the distance, you actually start to see what appear to be uh, flashlights and faint voices up ahead of you. Ooh, cut the engine. Let's cruise in. Ooh, all right. Smart. Good call. Good call. You, uh, you cut the engine, and again, it's hard to hear anything right now with all the rain and thunder and lightning, and yeah, you begin to cruise in essentially total darkness, because again, you don't really need lights, because two of you can see in the dark anyway. You begin to make out the form of three men in the distance, all dressed in coveralls, straw hats with long, craggly beards, and uh, a, in a fan boat of their own, they seem to be loading several large uh, wooden crates and look really jumpy. Bye, you folk. The banjos intensify in the distance. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Anybody want to start up an urban legend down here? They'll scare the crap out of people for generations. We're going to go full Victor Crowley on their asses. <laughs> Good reference. All right, so can I roll like a perception and see what they're carrying? Sure. All right. Let's see. 
Nope, that wasn't good. Four. I'm old. It's rainy. <laughs> with, with your human yeah, old with your human old guy vision, it is hard to see. Uh, you can hear clinks. A lot of clinks in these wooden crates, though, Mister Monk. Moonshine. Could be. Bayou Brew. <laughs> it could very possibly be. What do you want to do about it? Uh. What what you got there, fellas? Hey, what, 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 who's that? Who said something? They they, they really struggle with their flashlights trying to point in your general direction. Uh, 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 hey, now, you, you folks all right? You, you just got hey, lost. Cal- looking- ca- calm down. Uh, just answer our questions. We are super-powered. We will kill you. I promise you this won't end well. Oh, what, you got at, which, what you got in the crates? Uh, just a cask of Pappy's Best White Lightning. Slip me over a, a bottle of that. I think you're telling, not asking. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's up to you. That's a let's let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> Again, they, they kind of have a huddle amongst themselves. We have decided to give you a cask of moonshine in exchange for allowing us to move the rest of our moonshine before the hurricane comes. Is this yeah. amenable? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know why you need. That some was a shockingly you. large word for these people. <laughs> Right? <laughs> hey now, not all swamp folk are stereotypical. We had a university here once. I done did the Zoom schooling. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll take a credit of that white lightning. All right, tell your friends. He gives you a case of moonshine, which you imagine living most of your time in a prison. You could probably trade and sell for a lot and I make a lot of friends. Up, I crack open a jar and take a swig. All right, roll me a constitution to see if it knocks you on your ass or not. <laughs> 20. Hot dip. This, this is, this is freaking, you know, apple juice to you. Yeah. <laughs> Your strong uh, constitution. like WW2. <laughs> hey, he knows. You got a great palate, sir. <laughs> do, you, do, do you have the undercurrents of watermelon and habanero? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Look, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, she, oh, she, and they three stooges their way out to their own fan boat and drive away. Uh, we have a flammable liquid now. You sure do. For when I blow up this pipeline. <laughs> All right. All this right. is going great. I was fig- I thought that they were carrying moonshine, but I wasn't sure because this isn't like the Appalachians uh. or whatever. This is a swamp. I didn't know how moonshine worked in swamps. I love the fact that nothing about this was investigative. It was like, hey, you guys have something that we want. Cool. Now <laughs> go away. Like that's that was the extent of this entire encounter. You're, you're living like, your best supervillain life. Hand it over. <laughs> yeah, I love it. We're an American black ops team. We're going to take what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially We're not exactly shot. in a position to judge either. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh. You get the spirit of the game. So once that running is over, you make your way around the bend and to where the pipeline was being worked on. You see that everyone that was here left in a pretty massive hurry because of Hurricane Geffen. You see that they left all their heavy construction equipment all along the shore. Uh, likewise, there's a ton of signs that the protesters had dropped and the rain is really starting to come down i'm talking like coming down in sheets but so far you seem to be all alone here okay is it still still but we're still it's still dark oh yeah so we can't really see anything oh yeah it's night um, i mean i mean you can see really good splendini and paul have a hard time seeing though okay 
Uh, should we just start traveling down? Like, okay, I want to do a perception check as far as like being able to sense if there's any um, electrical like currents or like any power lines down here. I want to know if this is just a cavern or if it's actually being like it's a cons- up into like it's a construction site. It's totally a construction site. Yeah. Okay. You you yeah, would imagine you, you would imagine there's probably a breaker somewhere to turn like the power to all this stuff on or a generator. You feel like they probably turned it off when they left. Okay, so yeah, I, I want to I want to look for that breaker and crack it open. Roll me an investigation. Let's do that. Seven. All right. Plus, I mean, plus my. Mm, I'm trying to give something. Oh, but I do have six in investigation, so make that uh, what thirteen. It takes you a while. It takes you about 45 minutes of trubbing through the mud and the grub and like across, you know, like these guys were not running a very good construction site because, again, they just dropped all their shit. Eventually, in the back corner of this site, after, you know, following a bunch of cable salad, you're able to find your way to the generator that was powering all their tools and all their uh, construction equipment and everything. Okay, cool. You uh, turn it on, I take it? I'm going to turn, turn that thing on. You turn it on, and there's a bunch of big floodlights that come on, too. You get the feeling that they probably were working through the night on this thing as well. So, yeah, you have illuminated the area around you. Okay. Which means any perception, investigation, or nature roll, I'm going to say you can do with advantage now. You guys want to start rolling? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, sure. 17. Oh, 11 plus 6 will make that a 17. Now uh, now tell me what you Three. roll for each one. Uh, I, I, uh, Technoid just gave you all advantage on perception, investigation, or nature rolls. Uh, okay. 17 plus 3, and I guess with advantage, whatever that is. For, uh, like, but I got a 20. For, uh, for which one? Perception, investigation, or nature? Uh, perception. Okay. So, Paul, you notice that a group of shrubs on the shoreline are not native to this part of the country. Ah, old hickory. You are a well-traveled worldly man. <laughs> Tell yeah. me about it. Uh, does anyone else roll anything? Yeah, I rolled a, uh, a 25 investigation. All right. You begin to notice, Splendini, that a pile of swamp moss that you stepped over to get here is now five feet closer than it was 20 minutes ago. Uh-oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just let out. I just let out. Like I'm not trying to be stealthy at all. Like that's my first. As soon as I put that together, I'm like, <laughs> everyone hears it. With Splendini's loud war cry of "Uh oh!" It's in that moment. Several of those shrubs I mentioned before stand up to reveal that they're not actually shrubs at all, but some manner of human-plant hybrid. They also seem to be brandishing guns made from 3D printed. <laughs> recycled material. Is it some kind of thing in the swamp? Some kind of swamp thing? Man. It, it seems like my uh-oh was warranted. <laughs> so, Thanks for the heads up there, Nostradamus. <laughs> so yeah, you're all having 3D printed guns pointed at you right now by at least four of these weird shambling swamp mounds, but uh, Paul specifically, you hear a voice calling out from the darkness in the tree line that you can't quite make out and it's a it's an older voice now but it's a voice that you remember very much because it's tied to that flashback 
Well, well, do my eyes deceive me, or is that old black Paul I see? How's the jaw, old man, still clicking when it rains? Hey, you racist bastard, long time no see. <laughs> ah, so you remember me. Good to know you haven't gone senile. Maybe you could appreciate how the tables have turned. When we fought last time, you were the one going up against the man, but now you're the one servicing him. Such a shame. Never meet your hey, heroes. Any man I service is my business, sir. <laughs> Get him, boy. This could still be about 27 different people from Paul's past. He could be Yeah, no, absolutely. Right I have no idea who this is. Oh, like, it's... I call everybody a racist bastard when I, <laughs> when I meet him again. Yeah, yeah, I probably should. Yeah, this is Jake Morris. That's Agent Eco's voice. Yeah, yeah, no, fair guess. Fair guess. I was still dead on. All, All right. right. <laughs> And it's at what? this point here. Oh, that was the hillbillies we just found. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Could be what? anyone. Can I, can, I, can I pry into his brain while he's talking and doing this, like, bad guy thing? Uh, you absolutely can. Roll me uh, an arcana with advantage. All right. Uh, let's see. Got a 13. What's, what's the advantage there? Uh, for your arcana, oh, you think I'd have your sheet up in front of me, wouldn't I? Figuring things out, figuring them out that I do. Uh, your arcana is a uh, one. Okay, yeah, that's a thirteen. So you don't get a great read on this guy's brain. Again, he was a former sidekick turned current eco terrorist, so he's pretty good at shielding his brain. But you get the distinct feeling that he is definitely hiding something, that this this mission that he is on is not what it appears. Uh, what, what, what are you up to, guy? What, what are you doing out here? <laughs> Wouldn't but, you like to know? Yeah, that's why I'm asking, champ. What's going on? What's ah. going on? I guess there's no point in uh, not telling you the truth. I mean, you and your friends are all going to be dead in a minute anyway. This whole yes, monologue, monologue, yes. <laughs> this this whole eco terrorist thing it can be very enriching when you do it the way I do. Dawn Star Petroleum, they've been paying me and the boys to sabotage their competition. Oh, that's cool. I want to telekinetically rip the guns away from the swamp monsters, like I did that one guy. Okay, roll with disadvantage because, again, you can't actually see them so well. Okay. Does my guy have a magnet? <laughs> yeah. 19. You should be. Oh, shit, 19, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you. While they are talking, you were able to grab the 3D printed guns away from the oh, uh, four swamp uh, dudes. All right, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so anyway, you were saying about your plan. Oh, you! Uh, it's at this point a loud shot rings out right at your feet, and you realize, oh fuck, you couldn't pull his gun away because you couldn't actually see where he was. I mean, well, his his boys are disarmed, so that that's just gonna clear up some space for us. But he was talking about his plan. What, what were we gonna do? With well, he was, while he's talking about that, and he's taking the guns away. I'm going to eat the men that had their guns taken away so that way they can or at least one of them the one that's closest to me okay yeah, for, like that. for that i will say roll initiative for, for that the fight is officially starting now the shit is when that bullet awesome. rang out the fight is on so everyone oh, roll initiative tight. i rolled a 16 oh 13. hot damn i dropped my dice on the floor so that was a uh, um, what was that for monk that was 16 16 and that was uh for paul that was 13. 13, okay. 
who am I missing? Splendini dropped his uh, dice. Yeah, I, I got my. I, I rolled a ten total. Let me go get my dice. That's okay. <laughs> okay. And then I got a two. Damn. Also, technically, I'm really curious to know if Monk actually eats this guy. If that's considered carnivorism, or if it's like a salad. To him, yeah. I mean, there's some human in there. It's a chicken salad. Yeah, pretty much. Chicken salad. So, so I got to roll for the bad guys now, and they will have different turns. Okay. There, so I got that in order. So there's four plant dudes, you know, kind of all uh, spread out over this construction site. Uh, Technoid, you are down in the far corner because you were trying to turn on the generator. I don't know where everyone else is spread out, but you're all spread out amongst the construction site. And how many uh, enemies are there? Uh, Four of the plant things that are not swamp things. They are plant things. And then uh, Agent Eco himself, who you cannot actually see. You can only hear his voice. Okay. All right. So with that, who's going to get to move first? Oh, shit. Actually, uh, you know what? I'm going to say that shot actually counted as his move because Agent Eco actually uh, rolled 17. So he gets to move first. But Monk, it's on you. What uh, what do you want to do, buddy? Uh, Well, we can't see him. I'm going to try and use the animal senses to detect where he is. Okay. Yes, you do that. Uh, You smell some very shitty aftershave up in a high tree. Okay. I Does that count as my move? Or? Uh, <laughs> if you wanted to, again, what, what, I'll, 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 I'll say that counts as your attack, but you can still move around the battlefield if you want. Uh, I'm going to grab Paul and throw him at the tree. <laughs> uh, that would count as an attack. This is a cool oh, okay. way to die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you can move, you can uh, rage if you want, because you are a barbarian. I know you don't rage all that much, but you can. <laughs> uh, I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but, Fair. But, but you found the guy. You know where he is now, and no one else does. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I would inform the rest of my team where he is. All right, you, you, you tell he's up in the high east tree, and you hear Agent Eco's voice from up there. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Was gonna do a whole thing sniping from the shadows, but the fucking bear man <laughs> done found me out. <coughs> All right, so I guess it's uh, it's my turn. Uh, yes, yes, it would be your turn. All right, so can I te- telekinetically yank him from the tree or yank the tree down? Uh, yeah, you have uh, multiple points to use, so you can definitely try. You, you're probably not strong enough at the level you are to pull it out, but you can shake the tree. That's for sure. Like, like, hard enough to, like, to pop d- them out? To dis- Do I use one of my uh, psionic powers? Uh, I will say, uh, burn one of your points. You, you burned one earlier to read the mind, so you have, uh, what is it, two left. And I'll say that uh, you shake the tree hard enough that I will have to roll an acrobatics roll to see if he falls out of the tree or not. Okay, no. So, yeah, so. you're... You, you blast out with a psychic beam, and you're shaking the shit out of this tree. And let's see if uh, he's able to stay in the tree or not. Uh, that's a 19, so he ninjally is able to actually hang out in the tree still, but you've definitely rattled him. Again, uh, right. ninjally is a real word now. Like, we're not going to argue that point. No, right? of course not. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, cool. And I'm guessing that counts as my move? Uh, unless you want to move around or do anything else. Uh, but that's your, like, action move. You can move. So that was a sonic strike, yeah. uh, but I can't use, like, telekinetic movement. 
as uh, well, can I? Uh, not so with that's, a, that. That's me shaking the tree. Yeah, that was you shaking the tree, and also that was already a point burned. All right, cool, cool. No, uh, yeah, I'm done. All right. So uh, with that out of the way, then it would be uh, okay. So that would be. 10, okay, 11. So the swamp guys are actually going to get to move now. They don't have their guns, but they are covered in sharp, uh, what is it, like rose thorns and everything. And they're going to literally come running at you and try and impale you on them. Uh, starting with you, Paul, because uh, this fight is very, very personal between you and these guys. And one of them is going to run at you, and that's going to be a five, so he misses. Another one is also going to take a run at Splendini. That's a nine, so that misses. That's not hitting. That's not hitting. Uh, I, I, I ninjally dodge out of the way. <laughs> Boy, do you. Magically ninjally, even. Excellent. Uh, one is going to take a run at you, Monk. And, uh, oh, that's going to be a 17, so I think that actually does hit you. Yep, I'm at 16 armor, so it does. Okay, cool, cool. And he's going to roll his damage, and that's going to be... That's going to be 10. He gets a good, like, runs full force into you with sharp thorns. And, uh... a big target, buddy. Big, big target. And, uh, one is not going to run at uh, Technoid because he's technically too far away, but he is going to, like, jump the little fence area. So he's in the little alcove by the generator where you were, Technoid. Okay. All right. And with that done, it is going to be uh, Mr. Monk. It's your turn now. Uh, doesn't what's his face up in the trees? Still. Uh, well, he I, te- I he technically he rolled the highest at seventeen, but I'm saying his gunshot that started this counted as his move. His move was to make it an official D and D fight. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, we've now circled back around. No, it's a uh, monk's turn. Technoid hasn't moved yet. You, uh, oh no, you, oh, you got sixteen. Sorry, I'm I read sixteen. The... Yeah. Okay, so Splendini, it's your turn. Actually, then it's yeah. Technoid. Ah, fantastic. Um, so, do we do we have these sort of uh, plant plant things? Taking still runs up at you. Yeah, they're uh, they they all took some runs at you. So I would say you each have at least one bearing down on you at the moment. Could I? use my my movement to try and line them up into like um to try and give myself a vantage point where they're all sort of in a line up and then cast basically a uh, a spell that is like a cone uh coming out for me so i just want to be able to hit as many of them as i can if i can't hit all of them that's fine if i can hit two that'd be great I, i will say you can actually hit three because only one kind of jotted off course to go fight technoid so yeah i'm gonna say if you want to do if you want to do a cone attack you can do a cone attack sir excellent uh i'm i'm going to um outstretch my, my dazzling magic hands and uh just sort of uh you know, like shoot outwardly these uh this l- fire fire from my hands the spell pyro hands I'm gonna just shoot nice. these flames, flames out flames uh, from my hands flames from my hands <laughs> I and I say it will be you who will be saying uh oh <laughs> and uh, um they everyone has to make a uh, dexterity saving throw Every, everyone in the um That's right. in the cone. Right. Um, uh, where, and what's the dex for these guys? Oh yeah. Okay. 
I uh, I will roll for each of them then and see how they go. So, oh, that's okay. a critical failure. So yeah, you get the first one. You get the first okay. one real good. <laughs> Uh, that's a six. You get the second one real good. Why do All I right. roll so All badly right. for the bad guys? I like it. And then that's a three. So yeah, you get all of these guys in your oh, thing. Fantastic. That's going to be three D six of fire damage. Yes, it is. Um, and I want everyone to know that I, all of my D sixes are, are Scooby-Doo themed. Oh, hell so yeah. That, <laughs> hell it's yeah. It's very fun. What? So we're, we're looking for Fred's. Fred's are number six. Okay. Let's go. Love Fred. it. Love everything about it. Uh, well, we did get oh, one Fred. Fred is number six. I know. What is Scooby did, then? Scooby's number two. I think Scooby, Scooby, I know. Scooby-Doo I, I think the mystery machine should be uh, six, but anyway, mm. um, the mystery machine is one, and we got two mystery machines and one Fred, so that is an eight total damage. That sucks. I got yeah. two ones. Uh, here's the thing, though. Because they are plant guys and because you're using fire on them, I'm going to say that yes. actually does double. Excellent. So, so what I was shoot the... shoot out this, this cone of fire from my hands. Oh, yeah. So you... I hate to be that guy, but would the rain impact this in any way? Uh, because it's magical fire, I'm going to say that uh, it doesn't get impacted this time. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'll take it. So, oh yeah, you magically scorched the living shit out of three of these guys, and they are looking real rough right about now. Fantastic. Rough roughage, huh? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think that's all I'm going to do. I think that's a pretty effective yeah, little, little turn there. Leave on a high note, they say. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, now Technoid, it becomes your turn now. You leave a high note. I just picture him waving to us like, "That's all for me," and then gets on the boat and drives away. <laughs> Bye. Take Bye. it from Bye. here, gentlemen. Until next time. <laughs> I've done my part. We're all just applying, and it's not until he gets like over the horizon that we're like, "Wait a second. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> There's no second part to this. That was all right, you son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, now they always want an encore, don't they? Now I see why he survived his other team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, Technoid, it's your turn now. And you... why his team did not. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got one of these thorny plant guys bearing down on you, the one that's not extra crispy at the moment. Okay, so uh, not to be outdone, but to always be outdone by Splendini. <laughs> uh, I am a little jealous. So I want to I wanted light this guy up, too, with the lightning lore. Ooh, if yes. He's, if he's within 15 feet of me. Right, yeah, you can I, actually... I think, I think he'll go up in flames if I land this. You uh, you can pull him closer. Uh, again, don't forget, you also have Elemental Blade as well, too. Uh, Lightning Lure literally brings the enemy closer to you. Ugh. Okay, yeah, let's just go with the Elemental Blade then instead. All right, what... Uh... I was going to try to do something like really cool, like I catch the guy, hold him, and then he just bursts into fire. And I, like, Again, yeah, Lightning Lure... Lightning Lure is one of those spells, really, when you play on a board and everything, and, like, placement is important. I, I try and keep it interesting with theater of the mind. That's just me telling you for preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right, then. So what form does your uh, elemental blade take? Because it can be a whatever you want to be. lightning whip? <laughs> sure, it takes the form of a lightning whip. Why not? <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, your, your uh, arm morphs and changes. So I deal an extra 1d6 of damage of my chosen type to any target you hit with the weapon. Mm-hmm. All righty. Oh, that's only a 14 plus. Plus. Give me a plus something. <laughs> 14 plus. 
strength is two, so we'll go to 16. There you go. Their, uh, their yeah. armor class isn't great because they're literally made of planchet, but yes, that hits. I, I want to look cool. <laughs> I want to look cool in front of my wizard friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, you hit him with your lightning whip arm is what you do, so roll damage for that. Okay, so it was... Uh... Hold on a second. Now I'm switching back and forth to all my sheets. Sorry about that. I know. There's uh, so much shit. Extra D6. Uh, what, what are we going to call the, the, the die? Uh, what, what's, what's, what's your regular attack? I usually have this in front of me here. Yeah, my is my hit dice is 3D8. Uh, okay, so for, yeah, so your arm blade attack, that would be 1D6 plus 2 for Okay, damage. so my arm blade attack is 1D6 plus 2. Yeah. So, ooh, that's only a 3... But we're gonna make that a five, and then I'm gonna do one more d6 of damage. Right on. Uh, ah, not that die. Just joking. Table fell. And that's only gonna be another three. That's okay. not. I shouldn't say. That's not bad. So what was all that together? I was waiting for you to be done. Oh, uh, so the three plus the five, eight. Eight. Okay, cool. So yeah, you you tear into this plant guy with a uh, very you know you the, the light flashes all over the place as you get him with this exploding whip of pure energy there. And uh, these things are extra creepy because they, they don't make any noise when you hit them. They don't make any sounds. It's really disquieting. Oh. <laughs> and kind of dis- disappointing. It's like, yeah. oh. oh. I wanted <laughs> to hear a scream. What what do you think a plant guy sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Like Pokemon? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Photosynthesis. <laughs> I'm thinking a lot like Zoidberg. To be really honest, I didn't want but plant bug. Yeah, there you go. Another reason for Drawl to talk in his throat like this. <laughs> All right. So with that done, it's uh, Agent Eco's turn again, and he is once again going to be gunning for Paul specifically. Their feud that uh, their feud that will be sung of from the ages there, and he's going to try and get a beat on you. Is what he's going to do, and he's going to try. And get you, and that's gonna be, that's gonna be a sixteen. Does a sixteen hit you? Uh, I believe so. Okay, yeah, I'm a fifteen. So he shoots at you with his high-powered sniper rifle, and he ends up doing he ends up doing eight damage to you from his tree vantage point. Damn it! So yeah, you uh, you get shot in the shin. Well, that's no good. No, Thanks, for... fellers. <laughs> Getting shot over here. One guy got shot, one guy got stabbed, one guy got pricked by rose petals. It's not been great. Uh, and with that, Monk, it's actually your turn again. Uh, I'm going to pick up one of the guns that Paul uh, pulled out of their hands, and cool. I'm going to aim it at the base of the tree that he's in okay. and just start firing at the base. I mean, you also have your own gun, too. You also have a snub nose on you, too, so you didn't even need to pick up a gun. Well, yeah, but I own... Oh, what kind of guns are they using? Because I'm picturing they're using, like, machine guns. Uh, they're using, like, weird 3D-printed things, uh, like 3D-printed, like, rifle guns that shoot like bullets. <laughs> are they automatic? Oh, rifles? Oh, never mind that, then. No. Never mind. They're, uh, they're, I was picturing, like, rapid-fire stuff. No, no, they're, okay, they're, they're long guns. I'm just going to walk over country. the tree and just try and rip it down. Okay, sounds good. Uh, uh, what? What's the trees? I'm going to say, let me show you why they call it a bear market. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, 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 it is a big, huge, like, uh, old friggin' willow tree, but yeah, by all means, go at it with damage. Uh, roll, roll an attack. 
that is a is an eighteen. But what am I into this strength? Uh, well, I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, you you hit it because it's a tree. It's not a moving target. So roll your damage for it. Oh, so this is now damage. Yeah, oh, this okay. is now damage. I'm not gonna make you roll for the armor class of the tree. Just completely. <laughs> it is shockingly eighteen again. Okay, <laughs> and my so now what do I add damage to it? Well, well, I, I, I imagine you're attacking with your claws. Yes. Oh, right. So that's one of the small ones. Yes. So yeah. bear claws. Uh, D four plus four plus six. Well, uh, that would be uh, plus six to hit an armor class, but, but you don't have to do that because it's a tree. So, yeah, roll a D4 and then add So it's just plus it. four. Yeah. Got it. Uh, then that will make seven. Seven? Okay, pretty good. Yeah, you, you slash at it with your regular claws is what you do, and you do some serious damage to it as bears before you have done to trees in this way. Yep. Right. That's what you do. That's the thing. Claw the tree. <laughs> gotta, gotta love it. Claw the shit out of it. That's your territory now. No one's gonna take the climb the tree, too. Bears can do that. Yeah. Well, now you know and for I am next technically time. actually a monkey, so I probably have some instinct still in there. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> your, your, your stealth is surprisingly good, too, so if you wanted to get into, like, a sniper duel, that's also an option. Right. All right, so... Is this what you're solid all of a sudden? It's whatever we want it to be, Aaron. Whatever we want. All right, so with Monk's turn done, it becomes, uh, oh, it actually becomes the, uh, or no, uh, Paul, it's My your turn. turn. Yeah, your yeah, turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so can I, all right, who, who's after me? Is it Splendini or is it? Uh... Uh, after you, it's the Swampies. Are they the criminals? Yeah, the Swampies. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, but who's the, who's the next person in our party? Uh, yeah, Splendini after you. Gotcha. All right, you, you, got another, you got another fire attack in you? Uh, absolutely. It, speaking as Scott, I have so many fire spells. <laughs> <laughs> Not in character. Just wanted you to know, I am loaded. Bit of a pyro. <laughs> Just start slabbing the character. You would not believe how many fire spells you can fit inside this thing. Like, Splendini is, like, standing there and, like, little... You know how ma magicians have those little, like, uh, little, like... You know, lighter fluids that like mm. squirt out of their hands. I've got like I've got cartridges of lighter fluid just like pouring out of my pockets. Just like I, I I'm good. I got this. That's what that smell was on the ride over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I want to uh, uh, carry like uh, carry like the Stephen King book. I want to carry some uh, of these moonshine jars. Ooh. Uh, like. At old dude in the tree that's been shooting at me and only me. Oh, fuck. I love this. Yeah, you do that. You burn your last psychic point to take the entire crate of moonshine and you... Whoa, 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 whoa. Leave a jar. <laughs> leave, leave a jar in the boat. The entire the entire well, crate minus one. Just grab like one bottle for themselves really quickly, and they're like, "All right, now we're good." Yeah, no, yeah, no. The re most of most of the crate, I'd say ninety nine percent of the crate, leave a jar. <laughs> Got to save some for the homies. So yes, you take yeah. it and you create a beautiful moonshine shower on top of this tree where this guy is hanging out there, and you can, if you could see his face, it's still obstructed by branches and everything. You're sure he would be fucking terrified right now uh and i say enjoy hillbilly's best and end my turn 
I don't even know what that means. Oh my god, what is this stuff? <laughs> All right, so with that, uh, the Swampies are going to get their chance to move right now. Uh, one is going to again try and run at you, Paul, and impale you with its spikes. That's a fucking three. One's going to run at you, Mr. Monk, and try and stop you from scratching up the tree. He is going to get another three. Are you kidding? <laughs> Keep up these rolls, man. I'm loving it. Yeah, for real. Great. Yeah, we're fine. These are it. good for me. Another one is going to run at Splendini. Again, these guys, they've lost their weapons. They're like mindless plant zombies at this point. Okay, that's going to be an 18. So he actually is going to hit Splendini that, that does time. That does hit, yes. That does hit, and he's going to do a D8. He's going to do six. He's going to do six piercing thorn damage to you. All right. Not too shabby. All right. And still in there. And one last one is going to go running at you, Technoid. And he, okay. is, and he gets a natural one. So I'm going to say he slips in the deep mud. And now he is prone and lying on his face. <laughs> <clears throat> you can tell who the goober is of their crew. <laughs> A little insulted that I got like pinned with him too. So yeah. Yeah, we are. I will make my legend off you or not. <laughs> and uh, with that, Splendini, it's your turn. What are you gonna do? Oh, you know what I'm gonna do. Oh boy. I am going to uh, wind up. I'm like locked and loaded. Got all these little uh, uh, lighter fluid cartridges <laughs> going, and I uh, form one giant. A uh, little lob of fire, uh, and I'm gonna use my uh, uh, a different fire spell uh, that targets one uh, creature at a range, which I imagine uh, is the person I'm trying to hit, right? Yeah, uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and I'm just going to uh, lob it straight at them and just say like, <coughs> a bit of a waste of, of, of perfectly good moonshine, but for the right cause. <laughs> And uh, I am just going to roll to hit them. This yes. Is, this is an attack. That's what it takes, um, yeah. Oh, oh, baby. That's an 18 plus 5. Hot, yeah. hot that's damn. That's going to hit. <laughs> and that's going to be 1 uh, d10 of, uh, of fire damage plus any flammable object hit by the spell hit at all ignites. Which is uh, the tree and everything else, and it does double, so roll bush, damage. Baby. Yeah. So let's let's see what uh, let's see what the uh, the damage is. Oh, that's not too bad. That's uh that is a seven nice. Uh, fire damage. Nice. Plus that, and plus now everything's on fire. Okay, yeah. so. Dope. So the fire bursts from your hand with great amazing force and because of the moonshine the tree is just up like a light igniting the night sky it's like you you know when you like uh, burn a christmas tree at the end there and the needles are all brown and dry and everything and it's like wow that's super dangerous that's what that happens. So now, uh, Agent Eco up there in the tree, he takes that uh, 14 fire damage and is trying desperately to try and put himself out. He has to make a very difficult choice. He's got to jump about, oh, 8, 10 feet out of this tree to safety. So he is going to try and jump to another tree. Let's see if he makes it or if he totally eats mm. shit on the ground. Ooh, I hope this Fingers crossed. One. Uh, you've been rolling, Joel. That's an eight plus three. So, yeah, 
You see this guy on fire like a goddamn firefly in the night. This is the best you've actually got a chance to see this guy. He's wearing a trench coat. He's got a mullet. He's got like a green domino mask. He looks he looks like a total dickhead, this guy. <laughs> and he tries to like swan dive from one tree to another. And he does not make it. And I am going to say he takes a series of damage is what he's going to take. That's going to be... Uh, uh, and another... <laughs> Uh, yeah, he takes about 50 damage falling from this fucking tree. Nice! So he falls to earth like a goddamn meteor in flames and just lands in the muck, a smoldering mess. Good job, Splendini. Hell yeah. yeah. It was a team effort. It was a team effort. My my lovely assistant, <laughs> shall I call you. I'll take it. I'll take it. So yeah, this dude is all sorts of messed up, and with Monk, it becomes your turn again. Does he not get a turn? Uh, oh yeah, I guess it starts all over again, right? Yeah, he's the highest one who... You know what? I'm gonna say he spends a whole turn just getting back up from that, that he was knocked prone. So literally, it's yeah. just him crawling up from the thing, wiping himself off. And in this light, the light of the tree, you start to see a bunch of his skin is sloughing off now. And instead of seeing, like, red flesh underneath, you see, like, weird connective green tissue. Like, this guy's got vines under his skin. Yo, I cooked them for you, so you can eat them if you want. <clears throat> Shut the I'm hell up. I'm going to eat them because I want. <laughs> Shut the hell up, you losers. It's not over yet. <laughs> and with that, it actually does become a monster. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and eat them. Uh, all right. That, uh, th that would be a bite attack, and if you were raging, you would actually get a little health back from that, but you're not, so it'll just be a regular old bite attack. Um, what do I have to roll first? Do I roll for his armor class first? Uh, yeah, yeah, you still got to roll to try him, but it's a plus six, so don't forget. Plus six? Okay. You're a plus six biter. Okay, that comes out to 18. Okay, yeah, you uh, you definitely hit his armor class. And uh, what is bite here? Oh, I have so many sheets open for bite attack, bite attack, bite attack. Uh, uh, not that one. Not that one. Oh, of course, yours is the last one. Uh, that would be a one d eight of piercing damage plus four. That car is bad. It's the storm. I don't have to put any Ooh. sound effects in this one. Uh, I got five, but do I add... Well, all my other attacks, I get plus four on it. Do yes. I get plus four on those? Yes, because this is a physical right, attack. So that makes it nine. Okay. Uh, how and where do you bite this guy? I'll let you paint the picture. <clears throat> uh, I bite him right on the head. Okay. I <laughs> by the shoulders and just start going down. Just, oh, 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 oh. Again, this, this guy tastes terrible. This guy tastes earthy and, like, again, it's not... I have been eating prison food yeah. for multiple months <laughs> at this point, and he is currently cooked and roasted in moonshine. I will take it. He's basically like the worst Brussels sprout you've ever eaten. <laughs> That's kind of where he's... So a Brussels sprout. So like a Brussels sprout, yeah? Pr pretty much. All right, Paul, it's up to you now. What are you going to do? I am a wealthy billionaire. It is my entire existence pretending like I like things that taste terrible <laughs> because they're exquisite. Living the gimmick. 
right. So, uh, how, how's this guy looking health-wise? Oh, he is all sorts of fucked up. The fire hurt him real bad. The fall almost killed him. And now a bear man is chomping on his head. Okie dokie. Uh, does he still have his rifle, and do I still have any psychic powers? Uh, he has his rifle slung over his back right now, but is currently trying to use both of his hands to A, get off the ground, and B, try and push back the bear man who is biting him. I would like to, if possible, psychically take that rifle off of his shoulder, hit him in the face with the butt of the gun, and then stick the barrel in his mouth. (laughs) Okay, you know, I'm going to say that'll be you burning your last psychic point, but uh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Roll me an arcana and let's see if it works. And I'm going to say roll for advantage, too, because he can't fight you because he's busy fighting off Monk right now, so I'll say that's an advantage. Wait, how many... How many... uh tokens point things does he have uh four did corresponding I, to his level did you just say he used his last one last time did i did i say that yeah. did i did he i, I thought i thought he had four corresponding to his uh he used one to read a mine one to douse the tree if one it's to four shake the then tree. this is the fourth one okay one to shake the tree so yes this is your fourth and final one good luck okay out. okay all right all right 17 17 that's enough yep you smack oh. him in the face and i'll say that's uh i'll say that's uh 1d6 of damage that you smack right. in the face for. That gave me a six. Okay. Hot damn. Uh, yeah, you smack him right upside uh, the head there, and it is, like, legitimately split open right now. And cool, he's, cool. Is the barrel in his mouth? It is I now. Wanna pull the, I want to pull the trigger. It is now. He's, uh, he, he's again, he's trying to get out some last words. Where the fuck? Where the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound a lot better once this gun goes off. <laughs> but dumb tish. All right, so that's Paul's turn done. Uh, now the Swampies are going to try and get to move again. Uh, what is it? I'm going to say they're all going to try and rush Mr. Monk now because they're all in uh, save their boss uh, mode right now. So that's going to be, oh, one gets a natural 20 right off the bat. So this is true oh, nice. desperation move for them. And uh, I'm going to actually roll damage for the first one now because this is the first natural 20 the bad guys have gotten. So that's going to be... That's a one. Are you freaking serious? (laughs) Okay, so that's two damage that it gets to do to you. (laughs) But the other two get Mm. their chance. Go away, I'm eating. Yeah, 13 doesn't (laughs) hit you. Yeah, you like just push them off there. Uh, 16, 17... uh, Just 17 hit you. Yes. Okay, so the first one hits, just not very hard. The second one misses, the third one hits, and he ends up doing doing eight damage to you. So he actually gets a good spiky shoulder check on you. All right. All right, the third one wastes, or the fourth one wastes its turn trying to get up in front of Technoid, which it does. And with that, it actually ends up uh, Splendini's turn again. Fantastic. I don't want to become like a one-trick pony sort of thing with all this fire attack, but it does seem to be working out pretty good. I'm a magic guy, not a fire guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I could do something else, but I feel like it's probably best to just just 
do as much damage as possible. Um, I'm going to. How many more of these uh, uh, plant plant things do we have up left? Uh, there's three ones that you burnt previously. They're all kind of huddled around Mr. Monk right now, trying to save their boss. And then there's the fourth one that was trying to deal with Technoid, but fell down and had to waste a turn getting back up. Oh boy, you say they're huddled? Yeah, they're oh they're huddled. You say to like. Huddled in a way that would let a cone of fire would hit them all. You think? Almost, <laughs> almost exactly like a cone of fire would affect them very bad. Oh man! Do you get? Hey, if Splendidi's going to turn to the group and says, "They say a magician never does the same trick <laughs> twice." <laughs> However. Play the hits. Yeah. In this instance, could you all maybe like close your eyes just for a, a smidge? Uh, and I will do the exact same cone of fire move. Amazing. If that's cool. Go for it. You, you got to beat um, fourteen. That is no. That is a. Uh, oh, that's I, a dexterity saving throw. Right, from I, I got to roll for them. It's a save or suck. You're right. Yes. Uh, they roll a ten, so they suck. And you, oh, no. and you can do full damage to them. <laughs> All right, 3d6. Come on, friends. Come on. That gets doubled because they're weak to fire. Um, That's going to be two Daphnes and a Mystery Machine. <laughs> that's a nine. Hot nine death. doubled 18. You pull back. Two Daphne is four. Yes. <laughs> As we're learning. <laughs> Doing the math on this, my uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> So you pull back, and again, you summon up your pyrotechnic arts there that would put a Vegas rock show to shame, and you let loose once again with a great flare blast, and these things are positively cooked. They turn to ash. Nice. Splendid even. Yep. A little razzle-dazzle. Well, I'm going to take a guess on something here. All right, so Fred is six. Yeah. We know that Daphne is four. Okay. We know that Scooby is two and the Mystery Machine is one. So what yeah. we're missing right now is three and five. You've been taking I'm notes. going to guess Shaggy is five and Velma is three. You had a 50-50 shot and you got it wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Well, you know what? And I'm it's glad been cooking Velma's in your high. head this whole time, too. <laughs> There was a scrappy on there. I'm glad that Velma is high. I Look, did not have faith in the people who made these dice to get that and to do that, but they did I, a good job. Good for I, them. I, um, I think the I think the idea is that Shaggy and Scooby are next to each other, two then three, because they're best sense. pals. That makes sense. There you go. I like that a lot. All right. So with Splendini's turn done, Technoid, it's your turn now. What are you gonna do? So we only got the, the one guy who. I'm just failing at killing right now. Uh, yeah, there's one henchman who wasted a turn getting up, and then, of course, there's the big boss that uh, Monk and uh, Paul are grappling with at the moment. Who's Who's got a better chance of living between those two right now? Uh, what is it? I feel like we need to keep somebody alive to, like, question them. I mean, the henchman ain't gotten hit that much. Okay. So the henchman actually looks healthier than the boss at the moment. Hmm. Um... I I want to like just I don't want to kill this guy, but I definitely want to like mortally wound. Let me just let me just do laser eye. Cool. Because everyone loves a good laser eye. Uh, against and the I, against the henchman. Against the henchman, and I'm just specifically going for the knee. Okay, sounds good. And this is non-lethal damage, so yeah, uh, roll. See if you can beat his armor class. All right, that is a sixteen. That hits. Cool. 
And then one laser eye coming up, guys. Right on. Super Let's do stuff. it. Uh, that's going to be uh, four plus one. That's going to be a five. Okay. You eviscerate this guy's kneecap, and he once again falls back into the mud. <laughs> oh, my God. I just kind of look back over at the guy's like, eh? Ah, ah, <laughs> laser eye, guys. I mean, I didn't set a tree on fire, but I'm doing all yeah, right. I mean, I feel like some of us are doing more work than others. But, <laughs> yeah, you have your victories. It's look, fine. It's, it's fine. The, the classic, the laser eye is classic. They like the classics. <laughs> okay, so it's Agent Eco's turn again. He's going to try and break out of the bear hug hold that uh, Mr. Monk has him in right now. So that's going to be opposed strength rolls. I'm going to roll a strength, and then you're going to roll a strength, Monk. And if uh, he gets higher than you, he gets to break out. All right. That is going to be 13. That's a four on my end, so he stays in your fucking bear hug. My cool boss is very uncool. (laughs) (laughs) And with that done, uh, what is it? Uh, Monk, it's uh, your turn again. I keep eating him. (laughs) You keep eating him. (laughs) Roll roll, uh, for his armor class, but roll with advantage because you have him in like a bear hug. So it's not like he can get away. Uh, The first roll was an 18. Do I even need to roll a second? Uh, Yeah, that definitely gets him. Oh, I didn't even add, like, strength or anything onto that. Yeah, 18. So, okay, and your damage, again, because you're using your teeth, is 1d8 plus 4. All right. Oh, shit, that went way back there. Uh, that's going to be, it was, what, plus 4, you said? Yeah. 8. 8, hot damn. Mm-hmm. So, again, you crunch down. You can feel your teeth shattering this guy's skull. And, again, he's just, you know, bleeding all this green, you know, foul-smelling ichor and everything. And he's starting to, like, actually get pretty pale at this point here. You feel that he might be on death's door. And, hey, with that, Paul, it's your turn. I pull the trigger on the gun that I've had in his mouth. You know what? I'm just going to say that works because there's no coming back for that. You pull the trigger and boom, this man who was mean to you in the 60s is dead now. Never forget. Never forget. (laughs) His body just hits the ground with a big sickening thud. Again, mud and, you know, uh, moss and everything else flies everywhere. And, yeah, that's that's the mission accomplished there. You've vanquished your foes. Justice. It's at this point, uh, what is it? You can hear uh, Walters come over. What is it? Your little uh, earpieces that haven't gone off much this whole mission. And she says that, good job, boys. You completed your mission and you didn't die in the process. Another glorious day for the Deadbeat program. Shit, I wasted the moonshine. I was going to use to blow up the pipeline. Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, what did you say? I said... Thank you so much. We're happy to help. Well, that's good. And you managed to do it before the hurricane even touched down. I'm honestly impressed. I'm sending Batman out in the Osprey to pick you up. Maybe if you're good, you can get some McDonald's on the way back. Hey, tell him we're not his kids. So could he actually pick us up and not leave it to his wife to pick us up? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> And scene, everyone, on another thrilling episode of Capes and Crooks.
<laughs> Nobody likes Bannerman. No. Nope. Man, when he becomes the final boss, everyone try and be surprised. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> It was me the whole time. We know, Batterman. We know. <laughs> you couldn't possibly. You made me this way. <laughs> Debatable. Don't, don't give us credit for your factors. accomplishments. Yeah. <laughs> Blaming other people for your problems, how you lost custody in the first place, Batterman. Um, Blame it on the rain that was falling. Like the accessibility divorce papers. So, yes, thank you so much, everyone, for coming and joining us. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we could get this one done. I've been sitting on this session for a while, and it's so cool that uh, we could all make time for it. And we made pretty good time for the story as well. I thought this was actually going to end up going much longer than it did. Well, I like the fact that we got a lot of B story yeah, and uh, backstory good going good that on. our dice all worked together on that. Yeah, sure. Now, I'm glad did. we ran into hillbillies with alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this green D20, this is going into dice jail. <laughs> for sure. No, keep it. I love it. Yeah, it's your favorite. It's your favorite fucking green dice. The green dice that loves the player. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. As always, we appreciate it. Uh, you can check out the show on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, basically anywhere where good audio podcasts can be found. Be sure to check them out because I'm actually trying to play podcast analytics on this one for a change because I want more people to listen to it. Uh, you can always find uh, episodes on YouTube. I try and edit them up. I try and put extra art and music effects and everything for them. So even if you did watch the live stream that doesn't mean you shouldn't also watch the youtube version so yeah, yeah. uh I like the youtube versions with the edits they're really good yeah they're really good. absolutely yeah. any uh any parting words uh anyone anything you want to promote or anything right now i i give the floor to you my wonderful players for with whom there would be no game without uh i just want to promote uh the idea that 3d doritos should come back mm. okay. uh, other than that i don't have much else to you know hawk <laughs> Why are you have to awaken that memory in me? Now I want those. They're really good. <laughs> they were really hell. good. <laughs> uh, I, I can I can I plug something really quickly? Oh God, yes, please. Uh, I have a somewhat new podcast out called "It's Probably Not Aliens," where <laughs> myself and a, a friend of mine, uh, Tristan from Step Back History, we look at uh, episodes of Ancient Aliens and debunk them, and it's a lot of fun. And That's you awesome. learn a, you Ooh. learn a lot of history along the way, and we make lots of jokes, and it's a very fun show, and it's available everywhere podcasts are. We're really proud of it. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Very check cool. that out, everyone. Tell them, tell them Capes and Crooks sent you. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, everyone, I will close the book on this session, on this adventure, and we will be back again next time with another adventure of the Deadbeats on Capes and Crooks. Bye-bye, everyone. See ya. Bye-bye.